Motherfucking 698,000 stream, boy. He got, <laughs> he got 65,000 followers on motherfucking distractions. Mr. Jeremy Allen, motherfucking Jones. Jeremy Allen Jones. Let's go. See, he likes the intro. I told I love you. The intro. I told you. That music's dope as fuck. That fun. shit is, hey, I got that beat. I'll give you that beat for real. We, we got a headphone <laughs> so she can't hear, <laughs> can hear it. Bro, I swear to God. I love it. We have uh, we have Miss Jill Jones in the house via camera, you know, here and there. And that's what I'm talking about. Is that right? Seriously, bro, my son was like, Jeremy has how many followers? Like, he was so pumped. He's like, 65,000 followers. What the fuck? That's I'm what like, he said to me when I came in. Dude, I know. He was so pumped. <laughs> 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 yeah, hey, buddy, he high five me and took off running. <laughs> he was gone. I haven't seen him since. Y'all must put that motherfucker to bed Man, like at like 9 o'clock or some shit. I told them all, I was like, hey, none of y'all die. We got to shoot a podcast. <laughs> I have priorities. <laughs> uh, for real. Same with my daughter. She's been reaching now and I'm like, nah, we're it. shooting a podcast, babe. Stop it. But I'm going to show you the coolest country singer I've ever met. Just bring all the kids, man. I should have brought my <laughs> son, but he would not leave his girlfriend for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, he's uh, young, wild, and free. Yeah. He's young, dumb, and full of cum. That's right. <laughs> How old so is your son? 16. Oh, uh, yeah. I had my first kid when I was 16. Huh? He's a bad motherfucker, I sure dude. did. <laughs> he is a bad motherfucker. How many kids y'all got, man? Uh, Three. Three, Three kids. kids. Me yeah. too, buddy. Same. So, same. Uh, you know, when you switch to from the man coverage to the zone coverage, that's when shit gets fucked up. You're Boy. like, what are we doing here? Man, Why I'm, did we do that? I should have bought a boat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely cover some shit every time I'm with her. <laughs> right on, man. Man, I, I heard uh, word on the street is you used to be a backup vocalist for Saliva. So, oh shit, yeah, like, that's pretty yeah, tight. Yeah, man. So right when I'm actually, were you like the click click boom era? You know what I mean? Right after click click boom. Okay. Yeah, it was right. Like I'm, I'm like right after. So did you just do it like in the studio, or was it like on tour with them? Like, no, you, it's weird how it happened. I was in Row City, my hometown. Yeah. And um, I was writing a song called My Life, and, and actually. Jill was there with me during this uh, song. It was literally in a one-bedroom shack house <laughs> with Don Dada, the producer Don Dada. And I was doing a song called My Life and then another one called VIP, which blew up. I had like 2,500 purchases. You know, it was so fucking big. So this, this was the Jay Bravo days, though, <laughs> no, right? No, Jay Bravo no, days? No, this was Squirt. You, so, you went by Squirt? Nah, see, <laughs> see, so you, see, so that's, that's there's certain things you can't get on Google and online, all right. So when I was a young man, 12 years old, my friend Garrett Butler, we call him G Baby, this black guy, man, he's like a Kappa, he Charles Canes, and does a stomp shows and all that shit. Right, right, right. Okay. And yeah. uh, so we listened to um, Boys to Men Christmas interpretations all uh. the time. 
Best Christmas album ever. He fucking loves Boys the Man. Boys the Man is my favorite Bro. band in the world. Okay, I love you. I love you. I'm, too. In, I'm in love with you as my guy friend. <laughs> that works. It works for right. me. Tonic yeah. love, baby. Yeah, no, it's we could karaoke. Like, yeah. like I know title. you're a legit singer, but we could karaoke some Boys the Men anytime <laughs> you want to. Let's fucking go, bro. Ooh. They make me sing, sing into the road all the time. All right. His wife in particular. Uh, I'm terrible all at singing. Oh, we go <laughs> to the end of the road. I'm going to harmonize with you. We can do it. Till, oh, still uh, I can't let go. <laughs> it's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. He did, love it, bro, he did that love professional it. singer right there. Do you see that I, shit? I just want to let He's you do your right let there. you do your thing, and I <laughs> harmonize because I can harmonize. I can key in on a harmony anywhere. I don't care who it is. That's cool, but he, that's not easy. Well, it is for me. It's easier for me than to try to sound like the original artist. But really, I love you, dude. I love you. So too. you know the you know the. Look, there's the, nobody who knows Jill. more about Boys to Men. Except for Boys to Men, than I do. <laughs> I might be the only person who can tell you that there was two people who replaced themselves at number one on the charts. All right. Like Elvis Presley replaced himself at number one on the charts. All right. Boys to Men replaced themselves at number one on the charts. Do you know what songs it was? I do not. I'll Make Love to You Good was, song. Re- was replaced by On Bended Knee at number one on the charts. Okay. Nobody, he fucked her and he married nobody her. in between them. <laughs> I mean, I'm that kind of Boys to Men fan. Okay. Damn, bro. I've been on my bend and knees since 5, 14, 14. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you if you really, 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 Jill, oh, I love this. I'm about to really challenge him. Let's do it. If he really knows Boys to Men, he would understand why my nickname is Squirt. Mm, I don't. You have to really know Boys to Men. To I know there's a bitch in soda called Squirt. So, no, good so, so, so you let so you've heard the uh, Christmas interpretation. Yeah. Oh. What's I that, Jill? Hello, what'd you say? Oh, I just said that. <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so she knows what song it comes from. So, so you've listened to Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So. Hey, what's wrong, Squirt? I don't know, man. Just white sometime, Christmas. Sometime it is. You <laughs> motherfucker. White Christmas. Hold on a second. I got to put be a white Christmas. Yo, it's hug time, baby. I don't know a fucking little white boy that fucking did that. Uh, Never white Christmas, boy. That's awesome. Never in my fucking <laughs> life did I, have, did I ever think a white guy from Fayetteville would pick that out and said, hey, what's wrong, Squirt? <laughs> it's gonna be, I don't know, it's man. gonna be hey, a, hey. a See, look, she's smiling now because she understands this is my fucking life. <laughs> she, she was forced in my fucking 2000, my two GMC on dubs, my 2000 <laughs> model Monte Carlo with 20 inch Lexani irises on it. Oh my God! <laughs> Trust me, I know what happens. Uh, hello, 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 son! Happy sixteenth birthday! Brown yeah. chicken, this brown cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's just sometimes this time of year I just get depressed, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Why Christmas? <laughs> it's gonna be a white <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a Christmas. Mm-hmm. You guys are yes, super good at singing, and I'm not. <laughs> yes, sir. Every day at this time of year, I want the time and time again. Why should I keep suffering? <laughs> Woo! I love it. It's been Woo! a minute, but I do. But. That's where it came from. We're not going to go over because we could right. go the whole album. Oh, Literally. Yeah. Hey, what's wrong, Squirt? <laughs> it's Sean. Sean Stopman. Yeah. They called him Squirt. Oh, Slim. Fr- slim, my- Slim, Slim. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh. It was not Sean. Fair enough. <clears throat> no. That was Squirt Mike, was. Mike McCary was the. Mike McCary was bass. Okay. Uh, Wanye oh. was. Wanye Morris is a bad motherfucker. Oh, he's my favorite. Oh, he's my favorite. Oh, yeah, Wanye. Uh, that's that's okay. He's the most talented fucking vocalist. Oh, Wanye was my favorite. That's why Wanye is still doing his thing, like yeah. individually. Grab your mic. Bro. There we go. Yes, that's, that's why Wanye is do, still doing his shit. Well, they all three do. Like they still perform together. But Wanye. <laughs> 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 I know is he was depressed. Okay. Yeah. He was <laughs> depressed, and they called him Squirt. Can't be depressed on Christmas. All right, so, so dude, I I never thought in a million fucking years I would sit anywhere. With anybody that really understood Christmas interpretations, I never thought I would it, see someone who appreciated Boys to Men as are much you as I me, do. Bro? As much as I do, brother, like I know every word to every song on Christmas. Just play a fucking song off of it. I promise you, I know every single e of it. Why not white? Yeah, why, why, Christmas? why Christmas? Everybody's like, I love White Christmas by Boys and Men. <laughs> go back to Why Not a Judge because you got it wrong. In North Little Rock, they're like, exactly. I love fucking White Christmas. Man, White Christmas by Boys and Men just <laughs> shit, boy. Shit, I, I knew that shit. I've been wanting passing to everybody around right here. Yeah, well, first of all, you got the title wrong. <laughs> first and foremost, yeah. First time I played that, Christmas. I, I got invited by a girl to a family Christmas, and they were like, "Oh, we should play some music." I'm like, "Oh, I just got." this new boys to men cd i put it in and literally her grandparents were like they sing flat and i was like i think i need to go home i'm gonna get out of here <laughs> whoa i'm gonna hit the old dusty like, trail <laughs> for real she was playing part of the christmas interpretations album and the, and the grandma said they sing flat yeah she's like uh, she's like we need some more upbeat something they something more flat. christmasy they sing flat well, and they i was sing like flat okay. and i was like I, I think i'm in the wrong place right now well because. not as flat as your fucking tits <laughs> Grandma you know, works down the road at the dude, Hair Care and Tire dude, Center. Dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Hair Care and Tire Center, bro. That reminds me of my hometown, Austin, Arkansas. I thought, yeah, we, our water department, police department, cable department, uh, and fucking trash is all in the same office. <laughs> like, you're for a warrant or for a trash can, uh, or, or are you behind your water bill? I'm like, all of them. Uh, yeah. All of them. I need an extension on everything. Yeah. Like, but they missed my trash three weeks in a row. I was like, because you're too drunk to fucking go out and put the trash out. I'm like, no. No, they, they didn't fucked wait. me. No, they, fucked, <laughs> they fucked me. They showed up at 8 30 every morning, and this day they didn't show up till like fucking 11. Every time I miss the trash, I blame it on the trash. <laughs> I didn't come out till like 1 p.m. <laughs> They're so inconsistent. Like, my trash men show up at like, like fucking me. 10 o'clock, and like my wife every morning, she'll be like, hey, or every trash day. Obviously, not every morning, but she'll be like, hey, did you take the trash out? I'm like, of course I fucking did. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she used to get so I told her though. No. 
You remember that? You? I told her, though. I read. I told her. What'd, what'd you tell her, Travis? <laughs> I told her I took that trash out. Yeah, you didn't tell the shit. Yeah, I rabbit hole so bad, I forgot where I was going, but I had a, I had a real good point to what I was going to talk about. <laughs> I really did, man. We were talking about fucking boys and men and Christmas. Oh, the granny, her tits were flatter than she said they were singing. Yeah. Yeah, man. You, 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 can't, you can't dog boys and men around me because I will fight you. Same. <laughs> so I will fucking fight you, man. Meet Same. me at the Alma Sonic. It's fucking going down. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah, so Shit, they did man. that They did that episode with Fresh Prince where they did the, uh, the baby's... Uh, uh, Clapping cheeks? No, <laughs> no, no. Where, where, the, where they had the baby and the baby, they did the baby's uh, baptism. Said, they came and sang silent. Today, Junior. Today, today, Junior. My brain works so fast, man, and it's bad. Like sometimes my son will be talking like, "I know what you're gonna say. Come on, it's fine. Let's finish it up. Let's go, man." But they did this baby baptism, and I was like, "That's gonna be my kid's baptism. I'm gonna have boys to men come in." I'm like, "When I get married, boys to men's gonna sing at my wedding." Like, like. <laughs> it was gonna happen. It never happened, but it was gonna happen. Right. That's I always said it too. Then I realized, you know, celebrities don't—they just don't show up to your shit. Uh, they have well, because they have <laughs> what's because. called a PR company that never tells them about shit. Yeah, fair. Like, like public relations will reach out to you and say, "Hey, your mom died." <laughs> They'll be like, heart, 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 heart with a prayer hand. Sorry, bro. Like, sorry about your mom. Like, no, it's your mom. Stay on that tour, though. <laughs> Fuck. Right. They told me about her two months ago. I only have one bad story, one bad Boyz II Men story. Okay. I've got tickets one time in 45 years to a Boyz II Men concert. It was in Little Rock. They're like Taylor fucking Swift, huh? Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've taken my daughter to Taylor Swift, but I went to that Boyz II Men concert in Little Rock, and you know what happened? Rough, oh. rough ends got up there and, and opened. You don't know about rough ends, and, bro. And then, Mo- <laughs> and then Monifa got up there wow. as the second opener. This fucking guy here. And then, the, and then the MC came out and he goes, oh, "I hate to let Lord, you guys know this, but uh, one of the guys lost their voice and they're not going to perform tonight." So I've never actually seen him live. Why weren't you like send the other three? Like <laughs> I was, but they didn't. Bro, I'm that's wonderful. <laughs> so 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 there's like a, a whole lot energetically going on with this fucking guy over here, all right? Yeah, yeah. I just gotta be honest with you. So <laughs> first of all, he knows boys to men Christmas interpretations. Everybody knows boys to men. Sure. But not everybody knows boys to men Christmas interpretations. Now he just took it a step further. All right. He just said rough ends. Mm-hmm. I have not heard a human being. Speak of rough ends <laughs> since 2001. Well, okay. This was like 1998. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was late. It was late 98. Yeah. It was late 98. And uh, wow, man. So do you, do you know anything about rough ends? I don't know anything about them. I knew their main one song when it came out. I don't remember it now. You're about to. I was real excited about it when it came out. Um, and even Monifa, I, I enjoyed both of them when they came out. Yeah. All right. Can so, you hear, can so you hear us, Joe? No, I can. Oh, I couldn't right. hear you. You're before. actually you're actually in the system now. You're in our ears, yeah. headphones. You're on the like actual shit. So yeah. So he was talking about how much he admired Brian McKnight. And uh, okay. So I, anyway, I played him the little anniversary deal. We go, hey Joe, this is Brian McKnight. So. She tells the, this this story the best, like ever. So remember we were at the party, and and then Brian was like right behind me. 
Yeah, it was weird. It was, it was weird. weird. <laughs> no, it was, uh, and I'm gonna tell you why it was weird because it was weird because Jay was in the moment, but he didn't have any clue about the actual moment that he was in. So his absolute idol was behind him, and he, Brian McKnight, by the way, you guys is goddamn. Uh, he's a giant, right? Is he? So like if, six, you, if you've never, four or something, right? If you. If you've never seen him in person, he is fucking huge. And I was like, Jay, so I'm going to need you to act as normal as possible, but turn around and your idol is behind you. So, and he's shaking, right? Bless it. (laughs) My biggest idol of my life. Fair enough. He is. He's shaking. And I said, turn around. And Brian McKnight is there. So, now, mind you, I don't know if Jay's told you the story about how we got to this place. Not, not yet. To Jamie Fox's party. Well, via through Shamar, so, but that's it. I didn't tell him the whole thing. All right. She so the here's the thing. So we got invited. We have a mutual celebrity friend, Shamar Moore, who invited us to this party. He gave us a VIP. He's like, do you, and, and mind you guys, like, I'm just going to give you like a little, I'm going to try to like, I'm going to try to explain it to you guys how it was explained to us. So we're chilling at Shamar's house and he goes, so do you guys want to come to a party? And we're like, okay, cool. He never says whose house it is or anything. He goes, I got some VIP passes. Y'all want to come? Anyways. So we get invited to a party by Shamar and he's he's like, do y'all want to come to a party? So we say, cool. He gets those passes, and before we know it, we're in line to go to Jamie Foxx's house. And when I say in line, like... Mercedes Sprinter van in, in line. Yeah, it, yeah, Sprinter <laughs> van bottom, in line. Like, the they are... Exactly, yes. There is a... Yes, what Jay said is accurate. So, it's a mountain, right? So, it is a spiral. His His... Driveway is a spiral that goes up and up, and I'm not exaggerating. It goes up probably, Jay, two or three levels at least, and so probably. So it's like you start from the bottom of the hill with the gates and the armed security, right. armed fucking Jesus. No, we're not playing around. No, Black, with headsets. So listen, they have he has a fucking parking lot across the street from the bottom of his mountain that he owns. All right. So we, we park in the, like you're parking the state fair, right? We walk across the street. We get in a black Mercedes Sprinter van with blacked out windows. And they fill it up. And they pull you up to the gate with armed guards with headsets. <laughs> and there's somebody up And the they top. open the doors. I swear to God, it's like you're at the you border. One, it's like border control. Two, three. Yeah, like three, three Like and fucking a half, Caesar's maybe, Palace escalators. You, you, you drive around the mountain, like in a fucking cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Like a fucking spiral. No, to the, to the point where, like, they open up, the door. So they open the van door, and Jay is sitting next to me, and they open it up, and they're, like, getting the women out. And he goes, okay, she gets out, she gets out, she gets out. And they were about to let me up in that party or to go wherever they without said she Jay. can go. He's got to go back downstairs. <laughs> They're counting it. And, There's no sausage yeah, fest at Jamie Foxx's party, yeah. bro. It's hot women can go. I, I was terrified. Yeah. I told Jay, I'm like, I'm not going without him. I'm not going without my husband. Because this was back in whatever 15. year we were still married. Oh, I'm 12, like, I'm not going without 12, my husband. 
I wasn't going to go. Like, I was scared at this point because there were men that, like, they were acting like dictators. It was insane. And so, Armed guards saying, you get off the bus, you get off the bus. And they told me to get off the bus. Shamar ends up calling down to them and telling them, that's my homeboy and his wife. Let them come up. So, he allowed Jay and I to come up together, thank God, because I would not have gone. If they had allowed just me to go, I wouldn't have gone without him. Because right. I was terrified. So basically, they keep like, it 70% women to 30% men. All right, yeah. That's a good ratio. So, so, <laughs> it's a very great. There's no sausage fest going on there. There's going to be three women to every guy. Period. So Fox's we get on the rules. bus. Yes, yeah, Fox's <laughs> rules, bro. We get on the bus, and he goes, you, 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 and you, off the bus. I went, uh, me? You pointed at me? Uh, uh, me? He's like, yeah, off the bus. She can go, but you can't. I'm like, uh, that's my wife. Jill's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm leaving with him. And Shamar goes, whoa, 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 hold on. Gets on his fucking phone. He goes, call him and tell him it's fucking Shamar down here. And they're my fucking people. It's my boy. Calls upstairs. He's like, all right, you, you, and you get the fuck off. You're good. Y'all sit down. <laughs> Close the doors. Drives up the hill. I'm like, Sweet. what okay, the fuck? So I need you guys to understand, though. After that, after we, have, after we were given the go-ahead by Shamar to get up into this party, I need you guys to understand that we as regular people are sitting there with T.I., Snoop Dogg, like fucking DJ Jamie Quick, Fox, Aretha Franklin, out. fucking Justin and Bieber, so, fucking bro, so all the big shots, A-listers. I, I just want to give you guys like a mental image. So Jay and I are walking across this pool, this poolside, which is absolutely fucking insane. And we are trying desperately to act normal right so <laughs> we don't drink at this point sitting, either we never had a fucking alcoholic drink a beverage in our life yeah, like i got one yeah. of these in the house so it's we're fine. sitting <laughs> we we decide to sit at a random table and he, jay is facing me he's not he's none the wiser who's behind him and so i grab him by his shoulders and i say jay um i'm gonna need you to get it together right now because <laughs> your idol ti like ti is behind T. you <laughs> no, and fuck? not Brian. No, no, Brian was being interviewed. So T.I. Yeah, was, was behind you. Yeah, I know. you know you got a bitching party when somebody's getting interviewed at it. Uh, right. You know? Yeah. I said, Jay, T.I. is behind you. I need you to turn around and act like we belong here and act <laughs> normal and turn around and be like, what's up? And he did. It was so fucking funny. He was like, okay, I got this. And he turned around and he did. He has a picture of it. And he was like grabbing his hand, T.I.'s hand. He was like, what's up, dude? Because you have to understand We're that. We're both like, in Forest City. Jamie, right. Jamie Foxx's oh, house. Okay. You're If you're there, you're invited. So people are none the wiser. They don't know who right. we are. They think we're there. They think we're somebody. You're, you're doing something. Like, what fucking song did you write? Because yeah. you're at Jamie Foxx's party. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. They're none the wiser. So he turns around. And I, and I hope that you have the picture, Jay. I, I do. I do. I've but got he it. Turns around. I look nervous. He turns around and he like he slaps hands with Ti and he's like, "What's up, dude?" And they start having this chat. And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" I'm trying to keep it together because I'm like sitting at the table acting like it's normal. <laughs> that and that was just the beginning of the night. So oh, by the time Jamie Fox had already walked past us, I'm like smiling, like, "Hey," acting like it's totally normal, about to pass out. And we're sitting at a table, and Jay, 
behind him is Brian McKnight being interviewed by a woman. And it's a big motherfucker. Again, I'm just going to reiterate how the big woman Brian or Brian McKnight. McKnight. Both of them. Yes. No, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Yeah, Brian. She's talking about Brian. This motherfucker is a beast. He's a big bro. motherfucker. He's huge. And so I'm Jay like, bro, and I, I were sitting there. Music, and I said to him, I said, I said, Jay, this is bigger than oh, T.I. Yeah, even yeah, I, way I, I turned to him to me and I said, I, I literally turned him a completely away from him so he couldn't see him because I knew he would yeah. freak the fuck out. I, the fuck I said, out, I need you to focus for one second and look at me. He's like, what? I said, you're going to turn around and Brian McKnight, your idol, is right behind, <laughs> right behind you. you. I need you to act this like you belong here <laughs> and be normal. This motherfucker was shaking. He was shaking. You want to see, see my face when she told me it? She said, Brian McKnight is right behind you. She's looking at me. I went. <laughs> I, dude, I would too. I would Literally. too. Totally. She's like, be cool. I'm like, I'm fucking I'm good. Just fucking go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Bro, how are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> fucking. It was horrible, Hi. bro. I mean, there's no, bro. there's no preparation for meeting oh your idol. God, bro. But That's you crazy. still, but bro, you still had the conversation with him, Jay, and you still had the handshake, and you still got the picture, though. Yeah, there's nothing to prepare you for meeting. I'm gonna idol. need all these photos, bro. I got them. Bro. I'll send <laughs> them off to you. So as she's speaking, no, we're gonna real. put them over it. <laughs> I got them. It was a monumental moment. It was insane. It was. That's cool as fuck. That's amazing. That's but yeah. she, yeah. but she kept me cool. Because if I, if I, if I didn't have her, I literally would like been holding my phone, like, go run, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, how you doing, brother? I've been recording, like, I'm cool. I'm a big deal. Ti would have been like, money, hoes, cars, and clothes, man. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Whenever he is in those moments, like he knows that is his idol. This is his moment. So even though he was in that situation, which is insane. So there were so many celebrities that it was overwhelming. So you can't Aretha really Franklin was there, like bro. differentiate where your anxiety is going to lie. Did you give but her some the anxiety? The anxiety was. <laughs> Brian but, McKnight. But, sure. Jill's going to stab but, all of us because we're all talking no, over. No, she hates being talked over. I know. And I'm, I'm sorry, Jill. I'm going to pay for it, but I'm, I'm going to pay for it, but I'm also going to make this up for us. But he made a funny, and that you're going to love. It's it's one of your dad jokes. <laughs> it's, one of your, it's Jerry Mock's dad's jokes. He just got around to it. So uh, he said, I said, Aretha Franklin was there, bro. He goes, did you give her some RSPCT? <laughs> R-E-S-P-E-C <laughs> Tim dad joke the shit out of that I mean, Wow that's a Tim I'm, dad joke I'm 45 I'm Good job. He's 45 <laughs> he's the same age as me So he's got the same stupid fucking dad jokes as I do That you say wow To me all the time That was amazing for you to interrupt me for it. It's so amazing I'm sorry, I'm sorry go ahead baby listen I regret that <laughs> But Withdrawn I told you earlier no. When you fuck up you just say withdrawn yeah, that, that doesn't like work. Court. That doesn't work with her, bro. She's a diplomatic person. No, I, I don't. I, I'm She's oh, serious, literally bro. joking. No, she. I is. was actually done with the conversation in regard to like our experience there, but it was good. <laughs> That's a cool fucking story. Though. Cool if story. it wouldn't have been for her, I would have had like it would have been a bad night. The coolest probably, thing I, I did. I would have gotten kicked out and barred and dragged downstairs. Oh, then we're <laughs> then we're sitting on the curb because we don't drink, but we've been up for like what forty eight hours at this point. I mean, not yet, but we were. Well, we had flown there. out the day before at like six a.m. and partied all so, night. No, this but was like when we were, 
No, we, so when we when we got to the party, it was like two a.m. and we yeah. had had the conversation that we were going to power through that shit. Yeah, we had to fly out the so next morning at like nine, right? Six a.m. Six a.m. Yep. So we're sitting on the curb, so like you were like, passing out. We, we actually were like, so you have to understand us back then. We were completely different people. God, I wish that you guys could see no that, like who we were back then. No tattoos. Really? No, I don't alcohol. Even, no alcohol. Zero no, alcohol. So it's, no it's nothing. It's wild. It's like we're so Jay and I literally looked to each other and like dabbed fists and like we're, we got this, bro. We're like we're gonna fucking power through this shit. <laughs> and like cheesy as fuck. And we did, and we went to the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the airport. You motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you tell this part. Oh my I need God. this part. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is the best the, part. The way She's about to fucking I, bust I, me I, out, bro. How dumb I am. You shit your pants? I can't even. It nah. was just <laughs> the way, my God, that we embarrassed ourselves at that airport. We did the fucking best we could. <laughs> no, I did the best I could because you fucking tried to guide me towards you the right did. terminal. And I, I swear I was to so fucking God, her, bro. bro. <laughs> and this motherfucker was sawing logs. I swear to God, he was snoring so goddamn loud. Well, so when we so, got so to let's, the airport, oh, baby, 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 there, baby, baby, right? baby, 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 he's a hold on a goddamn. Let's go back in hindsight. <laughs> We're waiting on the curb for a driver that Shamar had ordered for us to take us to the airport. Right? We're sitting on a curb. And we're both like, <laughs> we're passing out on the front of Jamie's house. Right? This motherfucker Literally. comes walking by and went. God damn it, that's fucking DJ fucking Callan. <laughs> right? He's walking by and he points at you, you're like, another one sleeping. Like, <laughs> and, another, and another one. And then Fat Joe walks by, I'm like, we'll fucking lean back and go to sleep. No, like, wait, I'm so wait, fucking wait. tired. So I, DJ hey, Callan walks by. Hey, DJ Callan to go, listen. we the best music as he walks by. No, but hey, seriously, seriously, what he's saying, though, guys, is real as fuck. Because we were standing in the driveway and he was trying to viscerally not respond to the fact that DJ Khaled was right there. I was like shaking her. So Do you know who this fucking is? It just walked by. She's like, I didn't look. I was I'm, 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 I'm so, nodding. I'm nodding off. <laughs> here's the thing about trying to act like you're normal at a celebrity party. Trying to act like you belong there is a thing. It's a thing. It is. I don't it's like trying to act like you don't have a fucking 28 inch dildo up your ass when you do. That's fair. Yeah. 100%. You know what I'm saying? It's like bro, trying to act like you don't feel it. Like, but somebody carrying a fucking big ass. I'm just like, to say I don't. A tree don't stump up your ass. I'm just imagining <laughs> how we feel about a tree stump up your ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't relate to that. I'm sorry. Right? Right, Jill? <laughs> 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 yeah. She's gonna love, hit you in the chair, dude. Hey, no, Pete, but I love hey. that Travis chimed in. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Masterpiece. <laughs> Masterpiece. <laughs> you ever heard of Masterpiece? Masterpiece yeah. spot, bitch. <laughs> Make him say, uh, for real. Make him <laughs> say, uh, it's the peace spot, oh, bitch. What the fuck is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> that right there is called a pleasure stick. <laughs> <laughs> No, but baby, baby was passed out. She was nodding her head and said, "Baby, that was fucking DJ Khaled." She was like, "What?" I was like, "We the best." I didn't pass out. Let's tell the real story. Now go back. So when you, uh, died, no, you were fucking passed out, bro. No, I, was. I was taking care of you. Yeah, so go ahead and edit this out. So take 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 it to the airport when this motherfucker wakes me up, tries to take is it like Try we to gotta go, Jay, Jay, Jay. The plane's leaving. No, so <laughs> so horrible. let me let me just give you guys. So hang on one second, and I know everybody's gonna want to talk. I'm an, I'm just gonna speak real quick. No, we're gonna be I'll quiet. It's my fucking loud but mouth. Just when go we ahead. got to the airport, I want to give you a visual if you guys can 
envision this. We get to the airport and it's quiet. Like some airports are quiet. We got there so fucking early, not a motherfucking soul was there. So Jay and I immediately, we had been up. It's 6 a.m., right? So there's nobody there. It's quiet as shit. You can smell No alcohol, no meth. (laughs) We're fucking sleepy, bro. We sit down in the chairs. This motherfucker falls asleep. We're uh, he's snoring, sawing fucking logs, bro. So fucking goddamn loud, right? <laughs> drooling, drooling. I swear to God, that's that good sleep. And then all I'm of a sudden, like the lights come on. All the people <laughs> start coming in there, and I start like slapping Jay because they start telling us we gotta like board our plane. And I slap him. I'm like, Jay, get the fuck up, bro. He's like, he jumps up. This motherfucker's so stupid. <clears throat> He jumps up Stupid and he's like, our plane ain't even here. I didn't even get fucking here. I said, motherfucker, it's this way, bitch. Like, get on the fucking plane. Like, bro. About to not get on that bitch. So, so the plane was leaving from over there like she saw. She really seesaw. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so she saw this fucking plane leaving and everybody's gone. They're like, Jillian Jones and Jeremy Jones as the last fucking request. But wait, Jay, give give them the mental image of what you did. You jumped up and pointed in the wrong direction and started like getting (laughs) mad about it. So I'm sleeping like this, right? I'm you got got spit all the way down the chair, (laughs) my leg, my shoe. Like the kid from Big Daddy eating ketchup. I ruined my fucking. Jay, you gotta lay back in the chair like you were. Jay, you were like this. All right, all right, so I like this. I'm like this, that fucking lip, everything that fucking cerebral positive. Just fish right. hooked. She goes, <laughs> she's like, no, dude, I was fucked up, bro. The fucking high top flip flop. And she says, she goes, Jay, Jay, the plane's leaving the car somewhere. I look this way. It's, it's fucking blacked out. Not a soul in sight. Not a stewardess. <laughs> not a fucking direction. attendant. The plane's leaving from over here with the lights on, right? With them fucking waiters. <laughs> and I go, She's like, is this fucking way, you dumb bitch? Like, oh my god! I just take off running. But hey, listen, oh, the way the way that I got Jay on that plane, you guys, this motherfucker, I put his hoodie over his head. He had sunk just like he looks now, but with a hoodie over, like a whole ass, like completely covered. I tried this to con- I, I tried to cover his head so much. <laughs> I was literally, on. you guys. This is, this I was, it, yes, exactly. This is me right here. Yes, but, yes, but stumbling, stumbling, <laughs> stumbling. I was holding his arm like a blind man, and I put him on the plane, and he was stumbling, walking, and I said, just follow me. I'm going to put you to, I'm going to bring you to your seat, and you sit there, bitch. And he did. Good job, man. Good Bro, job. I'm going to tell you yeah. something, man. This is back when I used to fly first class. I used to fly, I used to fly first class. I'm so broke now. I gotta jack my dog off to feed my cat. Okay, I, I got. I got. Hey, I booked my flights now in the luggage section. I got motherfuckers tossing me in the fucking belly of the plane off of a fucking conveyor belt from a small golf cart. It's fucking horrible, bro. I used to walk in with fucking meals waiting on me and Tito's, but. Yeah, we'll be there again. Yeah, we'll now I ain't sit waiting for you. You're getting cargo, bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, Jill, since we got you on, uh, oh, shit. I'm going to go. bring this up. I know you can't see me, but I know you can hear me. So no, I, He's uh, asking the question. Hold on. So um, I did read that you guys gave a car away to somebody at one point. Uh, uh, a few people. Oh, like multiple people? Yeah. Oh, I see. I saw the good, the goodwill lady. That's pretty fucking cool, man. Right. Well, so yeah. what, what made you guys well, fuck, her. Like, yeah, fuck her first, second of all. 
Oh, go ahead. Wait, wait, what happened? What happened? <laughs> nah, I led Jill to this fucking story, man. I need this. Uh oh. Yeah, she bitched me so out. There are quite a few people. Um, we've been we w- Jeremy and I have a long history. So we were married for eighteen years, together for twenty two years. We were together. We were basically teenage sweethearts. I mean, we knew each other since we were babies, and when we got married and we became well-to-do, which we both were not. So we both came up from very, very, he he was born from poverty and I was essentially poverty. Jay, would you consider it? Yeah, pretty much. 800 square foot house with five siblings. (laughs) Yeah. So my kids would fucking die. Like we were barely making it both of us. And so when we came together and we were able to we create a life sure. of <laughs> we just decided to get back. What? He's being said, dirty. That's I said, awesome. I said we came, we came together. That's for sure. You <laughs> said he was oh first. Though. I got to so shut the done. fuck up. I'm, stop, listen, fucking... I'm stepping back, baby. I'm sorry. Listen. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm going to turn this mic off. No, no problem. Turn my mic off. <laughs> How do you unplug it? Go ahead. I swear to God. Don't, Anyways. No, no, no. <laughs> From the time that we got together and our marriage, the way it escalated and everything, we created everything together. And so when we created abundance, we both came from backgrounds that didn't give us what we deserved or what our kids deserved. So we decided to give back. And that's what we did. That's so cool, we gave man. to mul- we gave to multiple people. And, and that's not to speak out of ego or anything. Like during that time, it was out of pure heart heart and soul and it still is like my i i have such a pure soul and i just want to help others and i still do today even like 30 plus years later i just want to help those that are less um you know people that think that they're less deserving which is what i thought that i was for my whole life and so did jay so when we were able to create abundance we just gave you know we we gave it to people that didn't think that they deserved it and it was such a blessing that's cool man yeah yeah that's that's badass the most um painful part of my life ever worse than prison i served three and a half years in prison which she um stuck with me through it um raised our newborn baby that i left a month after she was born after i begged the judge to let me see her born and um but i wrote this when i fucked up so much that she had no choice after giving me a thousand chances to fucking leave and walk away from me for her own health and her own safety and her own well-being to to continue being um, a prominent part of society. I was breaking her down so bad with my decisions. Um, I had gotten on (laughs) testosterone and started drinking a lot of alcohol mixed with testosterone. And I have a gene um, mutation called MTHFR, so I can't can't process... um, toxins so um uh with that being said i became this fucking demon on this high levels of testosterone i don't know if you know your normal levels are supposed to be no higher than like 650 700 i was in 1800 jesus christ you got pretty big back then i remember yeah so you made a you made a comment earlier and Mm -hmm. uh so her and i were working out two three hours a day um in the gym we'd go in the morning we'd go in the afternoon sometimes we'd go at night if we were bored but i was eating like a horse and uh and my levels were at 1,800, so so MTHFR prevents you from processing chemicals that are, even though testosterone that I was given clinically was a bioidentical hormone, mm-hmm. meaning it was bioidentical, it was identical to what was supposed to be in your system, 
it was still foreign objects in my body. I was in 86 when I started. My doctor asked me, how do I not have a vagina? And I had, <laughs> I, I, I had a ton of, I had a ton of uh, health issues in and out of the hospital, heart palpitations, like AFib, uh, brain inflammation, systemic inflammation, um, heart skipping beats, fluttering heart rate. Like literally felt like I was going to pass out. Got down to 126 pounds because everything, everything I ate or took, I couldn't process it. Doctor put me on testosterone. Man, the rest is fucking history. Um, took testosterone, started feeling confident, started getting tattoos all over my body, started getting tattoos on my throat. And uh, I want to be like the fucking prettiest soccer player. And Jill said something one time. She's like, I think throat tattoos are sexy. So she left me from being a fucking piece of shit fucking like abusive in the general term asshole and when she left me i thought you know what she really fucking thinks like neck tattoos are fucking sexy so i went and got i'm gonna get one i went you should <laughs> yeah yeah your wife will leave you don't do it yeah no All right. no i was mean like you at that point i'm not gonna throw yeah, it. i'm nah, too much of a man. bitch for that they don't do that i'm going arms i had no more care i'm a bitch too no, I feel you. Uh, she's the only motherfucker i've ever seen get her throat tattoo with no fucking t- <laughs> no fucking she had her whole fucking 60 fucking miles of real estate on the right side of her body. She's like, okay, what are we eating? When you, can you go give me some tacos? Like the whole time, like, <laughs> when I was getting it done with numbing cream, I was like, God, just talk to God. And he's going to fucking forgive me and bring me to heaven. <laughs> but, but anyway, it's serious. I swear to God, bro. It's fucking don't different. Be rough. No, no, don't don't ever underestimate a woman's fucking strength and perseverance through pain. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but... Yeah, man, I just, uh, I got, I got carried away with myself and, um, I, uh, I got off track and she was, she still is the love of my life. I mean, she'll always be the love of my life. Nobody will ever compare to her ever in a, in a billion years. I mean, I could reincarnate 60,000 more times and I would come back looking for her, but I fucked up and I know I fucked up and the, the testosterone, the alcohol really took me down a different path. And it, and it took me from a very docile, loving, servant, whatever you want kind of man. And uh, it took me to a, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the fucking man. I'm the alpha, yeah. Yeah, I'm the alpha. I've always been an alpha male. I mean, I was... There's levels of that. There is levels to that. The first time we met, some guy called her a bitch. <laughs> it was like our first date, right before I went to prison. Some guy called her a bitch in the club because he, he uh, she wouldn't dance with him. And uh, we were at a place where I had, I had some privileges, and uh, it was Joe's Big Bamboo in Little Rock, Arkansas, and uh, we, we were there. And she went down to dance with her friend Shelly, and I was up in the VIP, and uh, some guy was like trying to dance, and she's like, "Please don't dance on me, blah blah blah." He's like, "Fuck you, bitch," or something like that. She's like, "Oh, okay, I'll be right back." So she came and got me, and he, he left in the ambulance. Mm. Like, no, seriously, like he literally left in an ambulance and went to um, St. Vincent Hospital. Like I've. I fucking hammered him with a fucking bar table. Like I beat him with a circle, mm. a small circle, two seater table. Oh, I, shit. I, I like beat his fucking forehead in with it, and he was outside, like pouring, pouring blood out of his face. And the ambulance took him away, and that was her first impression of me. But her ex boyfriend uh, was physical with her, and I fucked him up. She's like, I don't need to be with that guy. It's the guy that calls him to like fight his fights. And right, right. That's how we ended up together. But after that, I, I kind of learned my lessons. I don't want to kill anybody and go to prison forever. Sure, yeah. She's giving me something to live for, and. uh but I kind of resorted back into that guy with testosterone and and alcohol. So um, that's a hell of a mixture, bro. It's, it's bad, yeah. bro. It's bad. I was warned. 
I was warned, so I, I can't say like, oh, I didn't know, man. Like, please forgive me. I had no idea. I had an idea. Mm-hmm. I had a very reputable source that, that loved me very much. His name is Scotty. He does security for me. A lot of my shows, one of my best friends. He told me, like, you're making a mistake mixing that alcohol with that testosterone. Your levels are really fucking high. I'm like, I'm just doing what the doctor prescribed me. I wasn't abusing it. I was doing exactly what Dr. Tammy said to do. But she was unaware that MTHFR was preventing it from processing out of my body. So every shot was building up like three shots and like yeah. six shots. Oh, and like shit. Twelve shots. Oh, so you're like, bad. <sighs> Dude, I was 1,800 in three weeks, bro. Mm-hmm. I went from 86 to 1,800 in three weeks. Imagine that Yeah. if you know anything insane. about it. It was sexy to her for a second, but I would like literally choke you out if you even smarted off to her. Right. It was bad. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, deep, the club deep we went to, some guy walked up and said, hey, come here, my homeboy wants to holler at you. Like I literally almost put him through the sheetrock and tried to fight his whole entire family. Before I knew it, I had this dude in a chokehold and I was like about to break his larynx. And he was like, please, it's his 21st birthday. It's his birthday. Please, please, please. But his uncle was begging me to let him go. They were grabbing me, like, punching me. Like I was like, I didn't even know they were punching me. I was in a rage. I should have taken that moment and realized that I'm using this in every aspect of my life. I verbally abused my kids. I mean, I didn't like, fuck you, I'll kill you. Like It was just, I was very uncouth with my children. Are you relating to any of this? Uh, yeah. I'm watching, your, I'm watching your energy over here, bro, and it's fucking killing me because she's taught me everything about like intuition and energy. You, you, you're, you're living something vicariously through me right now, and... I'm I'm very I'm very transparent and and the only way for me to regain my my trust and and my access back to the life that I loved that, that I live for this woman gave me life gave me life my mom my mom attacked her 2 weeks into our relationship in her house while I was on house arrest and she still stayed with me. I begged her as she walked out of the door, as my mom was attacking her, please don't leave me. I'm sorry for my family. I'm sorry for my mother. Her dad, which I'm going to let y'all hear a song here in a little bit called You Did the Time. Her dad and her mom said, divorce that man while he's in prison. It's half off. We'll pay for it. Hated me. Ended up loving me. We became best friends. Lots of things happened after that how much I respect this man. But she stuck with me, man. She she got pregnant with me with a fucking criminal, a kingpin criminal. I'm in the front page of the newspaper for Arkansas for the largest ecstasy bus in U.S. history. I wasn't going to ask you what you went in for. Brother, I got the news article. And if you laugh at my picture, we'll never be friends again. I had some very (laughs) big ears. Jill, did I? Mm-hmm. I had some very big ears. Dr. Moffat fixed those for me, though. Oh, yeah. Anyway, she stuck by me while I was in prison. She had our baby. She worked a job as a um, as a um, plastic surgery assistant and raised our child. And when I came home after three and a half years, she had us a brand new house. It was freshly built. You could still smell the fucking wood in this house. And wow, man, she raised our kid. She gave me a house to come home to. I I remember dancing with her in our living room and uh, singing like 
the latest release music when I came home because that's all I could hear while I was washing dishes in the, in the federal prison. And uh, I came home and I got my shit straight. I went and folded fucking boxes at McAllister's um, Deli. I was wrapping pickles in this freaking fucking demon fucking fat lady. <laughs> fucking rode my ass all day long, man. And I called her. I said, Jill, I'm, I'm like a reformed drug dealer that was making $10,000 a day. They, yeah. they, they, took, they took like a million dollars in cash from me and took all everything, my boat, my wave runner, my jet skis, my fucking cars, my fucking 10-bedroom fucking compound in Maumelle. I had pizza restaurants, pizza filets, pizza perfect. I owned all that shit. And uh, they took all of it from me. So I came home to nothing, and I had to go fold pickles and boxes. And she said, Jay, do what serves your heart. Leave that fucking place. Don't, don't, don't stay there. So I said, okay, cool. So I got out. I got in the newspaper, and I bought me a fucking 94 Cadillac at Andeville from Rose City from a salvage yard. Ran and drive, had snow, you know, snowball cold air. Bought that bitch with her tax return. She, she had a tax return. I took her tax return. What was it like, fifteen hundred bucks, babe? Mm-hmm. I took her tax return. She gave it all to me. Right when I got out, I bought a Cadillac at Endeville, and I sold it for forty five hundred bucks, man. I made like a three thousand dollar profit on one car. And that manager at McAllister said, "I saw you out there negotiating that car and doing that fucking paperwork." You're not going to do that here. You'll be fired. He said, I went and told Jill that she goes, fuck that shit. Quit. You just made fucking $3,000 in the parking lot on lunch break. Right. Like an eight bucks an hour, bro. Yeah. I said, you got, you know what? You're right, babe. So I quit. And I got it. I took that money and bought another one and took that money and bought another one. And then the wholesalers in town, the drafter, the big boys with the money started noticing it. I got picked up by a guy named Johnny Moore, gave us a half a million dollar credit line. This was six months after I came home. Half of a million dollar credit line. Fresh out of prison. He called me a little burrhead motherfucker. You remember that, babe? <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, you little burrheaded motherfucker. My shit was spiked up. He's an old man. He goes, you a burrheaded motherfucker, but you're a good salesman. <laughs> Go back to the back office and talk to Trish, and we'll give you a credit line. I went back to her. She goes, Johnny, you sure about this? He goes, don't ever question me again. Give the man a half million dollar credit line. Nice. He's a beast. He's our golden child. And they called me the golden child. And I sold every fucking unit he brought me with at least a 50% profit. And we were making $20,000 a week, every fucking week consistently. Damn. Every week. So when you got out, you started, you like, I'm flipping cars, fuck it. That's all I went into is flipping cars. And that, that's what gave us our fucking life, man. That's cool, man. That's cool. And uh, <clears throat> it's all because of that woman right there. She, gave, you- she gave me the strength to do that. Did you guys get into um, more more businesses after that? Yeah, we opened up dealer detail services. Okay. Uh, as I was at these dealerships buying these wholesale cars and going back to, to the detail apartment, you know, checking out the cars that I was going to be buying, I'm like, man, these motherfuckers are dirty as fuck. Like, how can I give a, an authentic bid on this fucking car? Because I can't even see through the fucking mud and the diapers and the shit and the needles and the fucking trash. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> the no, I'm serious, bro. I mean, God people damn. trade in some garbage, you know, at the Hyundai and fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Kia dealerships, man. It's, it's bad. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? These fucking guys are sitting back here smoking fucking um, blunts and shit and black and milds. Why don't I just create a company and, and supply the fucking employees 
for the detail department mm-hmm. and just have them sell it out to me. So I, I, I created a business model, and I went to uh, John Sahin. He owned uh, Bell Honda. He was partnered with Johnny Bell, Bell Chevrolet in Little Rock. I said, hey, man, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm, I had this idea. I'm going to go get certified in automotive detail and reconditioning. Why don't I move into your shop? I'll get the insurance for liability. I'll hire the guys. If they're not good enough, I'll fire them, and I'll hire my own guys. And you can hold me responsible for your detail department. You, don't, you have no more liabilities, no more FICA fed, no more health insurance, no more uniforms, no nothing. Just pay me 100 bucks a car. He said, dude, that's the best idea I've ever heard in my fucking life. And now I can sell cars and my service can sell service and parts can sell parts. Uh, I would love to know personally what made you go country. I, I, That's a good maybe, question. Maybe a bunch of people have asked you that. Maybe a they lot. haven't. I read like Travis. Travis, I didn't know who you were four weeks ago, and Travis is like, "We gotta meet this guy. We gotta talk to this guy." I'm like, "Sweet." So I start reading about you and listening to your music, and everybody's all like, "Well, he's up and coming R and B," and then they're like, "They're like, <laughs> he's, he's flying country." And I'm like, but but nobody said what made you change. Nobody said, hey, he changed the country and why. Man, it's a, it, it, I don't have, even have to think about that answer. Cool. Um, it's very simple. So I was on an Animal House tour with Grillzo. Uh, T-Pain had done some uh, satellite pop-ups on our show. And then uh, so before 2 Chains was 2 Chains, he was Titty Boy. Uh, he was on our he was on our circuit. Um, young Chuck, uh, Ying Yang Twins, Chameleon Air. Y'all have seen all those names. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they're all um, put into to my history of music is because we were all in and out of the tour, which me and Zoe were the, the, the heart and soul of the tour. It's called Animal House. They were all in and out on the tour. Um, ended up having a guy named Will Lacey uh, jump in. He was uh, he was a um, a beneficiary of like nine million bucks. They owned a bunch of rice farms, and he ended up getting all the money from the rice farms when his dad passed away. And uh, he loved my music. Went to L.A. and did this twelve song LP, and uh, had a song called Psychotic, um, Full Moon, uh, Real Life. Um, I Heart Johnny, uh, Turn Up This Room. Like, I did a bunch of, like, really crazy R&B-ish pop, mix it with um, EDM and, and trap. Like, it was just such a crazy conglomerate of music. And we twisted the game up with it. And so I was like, got to have that guy on my, on my tour. And uh, the way it all started is that, that guy, you asked the question earlier, how, how did I meet Zoe? Well, I met Zoe because a promoter that he was a booking agent, actually. He owns the booking agency. He, he, he booked Zoe for a show in Austin. And Zoe was like, I need an R&B opener. So he called me. He's like, hey, how you feel about opening for Grill Zoe? I'm like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> me? Open for Zoe? Right. Where? He's like, Austin University. I jumped in my charger, bro. I just bought a brand new charger V6. Had it, um, I had it wrapped um, uh, matte white with matte black racing stripes down it. And I put gloss black wheels on it. And uh, just thought I had the best car in the world. You know what I mean? Hit the 
microscopic radio in the middle of the display. <laughs> you couldn't even see the radio station it was on. You had to like really hope that you got to the right station. It was that it was, it was base model as hell, but it looked like a damn Hellcat before Hellcat was even thought of. You know, and I'm like, yeah, bitch. I couldn't outrun. I, dude, I couldn't outrun a turtle in peanut butter, bro. But it looked good. It was the sexiest fucking turtle ever. And, uh, and so we had our own green rooms. Mine was like the size of this table. And I'm hiding, like crunched up, trying, <laughs> trying to fucking breathe in my green room. And uh, I go on stage and open up, and I do my fucking set. And Zoe comes to the promoter and says, dude, who the fuck was that? He goes, um, that's, um, that's, that's Jay Bravo. He's like, is he black or white? <laughs> 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 so he, just had, he hadn't seen me yet because he's in his green room. Door's being closed. He doesn't come out until it's time for him to go on. Right, right. But he can hear everything that's going on through the speakers inside the hallways and the green rooms. <laughs> they have to be able to listen for the DJ to say, and next up, you know, y'all ready for Griddle Zone, blah, blah, blah. So that's his cue to come up on stage. So he's mm-hmm. listening to me sing. He's he black or white. He goes, it's a, it's a white dude. And he's like, bullshit. He's like, bring him to me. So... The promoter says, no, 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 it ain't like that. We got a little contract, a little separation. What he's afraid of is me and Zoe connecting, and it'll cut out. Clearly, he fucked that one up. Yeah, <laughs> well, he never did another show with Zoe in, 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 right. in, in proact- proactive sight. But uh, in hindsight, I, I know he wishes he wouldn't have done that. But he said, no, 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 I got this under control. He's like, why are you trying to play? This is my fucking show, man. Why? Whoever that fucking was, tell him to come to my green room. He's like, man, let me just handle this, okay? He's like, just like deflecting and deflecting and deflecting, like sitting him in left and right positions. And I got off stage and he's like, hey, whatever you do, go to your green room. Do not come out of it. There's some problems we got going on around here. And I went, there's some problems? Like, I thought it was like some, uh, like assailants or something. Like, oh shit, I'm about to be assaulted. Like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Like, I'm just going to go to my green room. Right. So I'm like, oh fuck, that's. They're about to come in and kill me. <laughs> I worked this shit up. I'm fucking, I just said his name, but we can beep that. Yeah. So anyway, he's like, uh, I remember what he said to me. He's like, man, there's some really serious shit going on around here. These are gangsters, bro. He's a hood figure. <laughs> and I'm thinking of his, of the real name of his song. I'm like, damn, yeah. dude, this motherfucker got gangsters after him, bro. This is going to be a blast of a fucking Bloods in the Crips. And I'm fucking right in the middle of it. I'm just trying to sing R&B <laughs> music. I got a wife and kids at home, bro. I'm really like fucking softer than Roseanne's son. And I'm not really a gangster, bro. And uh, anyway, he's like, it's Zoe. He sounds like, it's Zoe. Come on to the door, man. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, man. It's fucking Gorilla Zoe at my door. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Gorilla Zoe's going to like fucking shoot me or something. Like, what the fuck? He done turned him against me. I open the door and he's like, bro, was that you singing that song, Psychotic? I'm like, yeah, man. That was me. He's like, hey, come on. Let's go outside. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk outside. I'm like, damn, all right. We go outside, bro. And this motherfucker prolongs his show for two hours. He's supposed to go on it like right after I got done. Two hours. He, he, he prolongs his show. He said, you got some, some more music? I want to hear what you just did live, but I want to hear it on your recorded version with your production. I was like, all right, cool. So... He's like, you got a car? Because my driver ain't here. I was like, yeah, I got a driver. It's me. I got the key. I'll drive this motherfucker right up here. He's like, bring it up here to by, by the door. So I bring it up. He sits in my fucking car, bro. We sit it for two hours, listen to my whole entire, everything I've ever done R&B. Right. 
He said, man, I got a friend of mine named Dermer, and he's the biggest fucking college promoter in the fucking country. And we're about to go on this big-ass tour. 300 colleges. 300 colleges. Jesus. I want you to be on it. <laughs> but, I wa- but I want you to name it. You name it what it's going to be. What do you think it's going to be with me and you and Teddy Boy? Payne. Ying Yang Twins. Paul Wall. Um, they see me rolling. They hating. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking chameleon, bro. He names all these names. I'm like, dude, that's like, that sounds like an animal house to me, man. This is going to be wild. <laughs> but he goes, animal house it is. I went, fucking animal house tour. That's a cool ass name, That's though. Cool. <laughs> so, cool I named, name. so I named it animal house tour. And uh, he was like, you're part of it. We're leaving next week. We start off in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm like, never been to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> but we're going to rock the house out. So we did. That was the biggest show I ever had in my life. I crowd surfed across 4,000 people at Tuscaloosa, Alabama, my first fucking show. Oh, shit. Oh, it's dope. I got videos of it. I'll show it to you, man. It's me fucking diving into the crowd of 4,000 people. They, like, crowd surfed me back to my bus. So in hindsight, let's rewind a little bit to Will. He had a settlement of $9 bucks. His dad passed away, broke his neck in a boating accident. And uh, God bless his soul, but his dad left him all the farms. They had a contract with uh, Anheuser-Busch to sell all the rice to him. Had thousands of acres of rice farms. He just said, fuck it, I don't want to like upkeep the rice farms. I'm young. He was 23 years old. I'll just sell them. So he sold them to his uncle for $9 million. So he went and bought me a fucking 52-foot American Eagle coach with fucking marble floors, granite countertops. Badass bus, bro. Badass bus. Dude, this bus was like sick. He said, let's go. So we went on tour. And we hit... I don't know how many colleges we hit, man. It was just unreal. In the meantime, Zoe and I did a song called Wet, which blew up on the college tour. It was mm-hmm. on every billboard, every every freaking – it was hanging in the food courts of every mall. It just went stupid, crazy, wet. It was unreal. I was Johnny Bravo. So I had right. Johnny Bravo down my bus. Then we got the cease and desist letter from uh, Cartoon Network. <laughs> I was going to say, did you get out of the bus and go, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I got out of the bus and stretched, but it was almost like I was like, oh, man, another fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't have, didn't have the blonde hair, and I was like six hundred pounds less. <laughs> but we had fun, man. We had fun. Like it was the best time of my life. I took my kids riding in my tour bus around Cabot and to the McCain Mall, like in North Little Rock, and they loved it. Like every day, they're like. Come on from school. Let's go ride. Let's go for a ride in the big bus. Like, <laughs> let's go. Pick me up from the school line with that shit. Yeah. Like at first, it started off with Johnny Bravo down the bus, and then Cartoon Network reached out, and they were like, "Cease and desist, Johnny Bravo. Don't fucking say another word about it. You know we're gonna sue you." So we took off the Ani, and I went by Jay Bravo. I just ripped that off the, the O, the H, yeah. the N, the N, and the Y. I just ripped it off. Mm-hmm. Jay Bravo. That now, works. Now say something. You're right. It was easy, bro. It was still Bravo. <laughs> Bravo was the Bravo was the word. Yeah. It wasn't right. Johnny. It was Bravo. Bravo. You know, everybody thought Bravo. Bravo's the word. So that was it. So we went with Jay Bravo. And we continued on. And then I wrote a song called For the Moment. T Pain liked it. Twista liked it. Zoe liked it. So they jumped on it. Oh yeah. When T Pain and Twista jumped on it, it went 
fucking skyrocketed. <laughs> Deep man jumps on anything. It's like gold. That's all there was I mean? to it. Have y'all heard for the moment? I have not. I think oh so. my is that God. on Spotify? Brother, you're missing out. I need to hear the song. This is the first day of the rest of my life. I heard the singular song you did with just you and T-Pain, but I don't think I heard. Is it? Yeah, is that same. correct? Is this a separate one? I need a girl for the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you heard that? <sighs> this is the one with just you and T-Pain on it. God dang it. Nah. The only song I got with T-Pain is for the moment. Uh, we heard it. Yeah. So, okay. But, but, okay. Twist, but Twisted jumped on the second verse. I took my verse out and gave it to Twisted. Okay. So It's been a long... I lived in Maumelle still, and I've lived up here for three years. Twisted yeah, killed. that on Spotify. Did Twist, you? Twister killed it. I need to hear this shit. Can you play it live through the stream or no? I can. Um, who's Bluetooth that we connected to? Probably mine. Probably his right now. Yeah, I mean, I you, got the I got the file to it. Yeah, if you on the fucking right? On these so big boys? No, nah, because those won't record with the fuck. Okay. Um, but it, your Bluetooth should be going through. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's yep. right. I connected to something different. Yep. Oh man. So, uh, so this song right here put me on, and and Joe made all this possible. Um. Like, who the fuck is this white boy? He's like, man, just just drop a song on him. He'll he'll kill it. Don't worry about it. So I wrote, oh, that's an open verse. I, I did an um, open verse challenge on that song, which which helped it. That's what gave me my start. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, it was it was nuts, man. And I look back on it now, I'm like, God, the good old days. But Travis did one of those once. Huh? Uh, what T Pain one? The open verse. T-Pain. Yeah, I did an open verse. T Pain. I did an open verse. I took I took one of my other verses out and just let anybody jump on. All these rappers will jump on it, so we did. Yeah, that, and it, it worked. Um, Here we go. I swear this is the first song of yours I ever heard. This has been a long time. Twist is about to come in, man. Twister goes off. I did a few with Twister. I got a new one called uh, Automatic Tongue. 
That's where it all started. I, don't, I, see, I just remember T-Pain on it. I didn't even know Twisted was on it. I don't know why. Well, so it started off with just me, yeah. the whole song, and then Payne heard it, and Payne was like, I want to jump on that shit. So Payne jumped on it. Then we released that one. Mm-hmm. And then Payne jumped on it, and Twisted heard it. And Twisted was like, I want that motherfucker too. <laughs> so then Twisted jumped on it, so I pulled out one of my verses. So it ended up with just me to me and Payne, and then me and Payne and Twisted. So you were all independent when you did that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So they were never like, give me money, motherfucker. Like They were just like, hey, bro, let's jump on a fucking song because it's awesome. Never paid a dime. That's fucking crazy. But, but it wasn't just me. I have to give a lot of credit to Nate Walker. Mm. Nate Walker produced it and co-wrote the whole entire thing. He structured the whole entire song. Right, right, right. To sound like what needed to be sounded like at the time. Like it, That's what that was the people style back wanted then. to yeah. hear. What was and that, about 07, 08? Eh, no, it was 12. 12, okay. Yeah, no, that's fair, too. 2012, and then Snoop heard that, and it was like, bring that motherfucker on tour with me. So I did a 10-song tour, or 10... Show tour, yeah. 10-set tour in um, Calabasas and Orange County. Nice. So I did uh, 10 shows with Snoop, and Snoop was like, we got to do a song. And if an artist like that says, hey, let's do a song, you've impressed him. So we, we, we did a song together, and we called it Hollywood. That's where me and Snoop Dogg took off at that point. Hell yeah. Zoe was like, why don't you come to, why don't you come to Atlanta? And uh, I got a studio in my house. Come to my house. We'll do a song. So I'm like, damn, what's this song going to be? It's got to be a dance song. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's got to be something that's going to turn them up. It's my come out song. I'm coming out into the hip-hop industry like with reputable fucking people right like these yeah. guys have been making hits for a long time Zoe had hood figure he had juice box he had echo he had lost on the road with Lil Wayne I mean this dude had some uh, he had some he had some major fucking hits I'm like shit man I gotta make a fucking song that's gonna that's gonna stand out Zoe was like hey we need to do our song we need to do a we gotta record our first song so I'll be thinking about an idea, and I want you to come to my house in, in, in the Gorilla Den. He called it the zoo. The Gorilla Den. I That's like fucking it. awesome. I love it. Bro, if you went to his fucking studio at his house in Atlanta, you went downstairs, and it's all black lights, but it's all these, you know, you know that styrofoam protruding styrofoam statues of everything that glowed yeah. from black lights? It's all in neon green. Everything's in neon green, but the <laughs> black light hit it, and it's like bright-ass, like that can, and the pitch black all you see is gorillas everywhere these styrofoam gorilla statues everywhere like fixtures all over the wall it's fucking badass oh it's fucking dope so I go in and he's like you ready to write I'm like bro this is a fucking vibe we're about to write us a fucking badass song he's like well you you want to do something slow you know uh, you know Zoe wrote uh, papers for Usher I didn't know that, I didn't know papers. 
pay. Yeah, he wrote, yeah. he wrote oh, the whole fucking song. Yeah, yeah. Check, check the credits, bro. He's, that's what impressed me about him the most. And uh, but it also it also like made me nervous. Like it, it, it gave me a standoffish um, like standpoint on the whole situation. Because when I got there, I looked on the wall and I saw this fucking plaque, a diamond plaque that said papers written by Alonzo Mathis, Alonzo Mathis for Usher. I'm like, is that, so So you wrote, did you write that or did, did you just have something to do? He goes, yeah, 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 I wrote papers. That's what gave him his start. That's and he, crazy. And, and he's trying to give me my start. That was a theme song for me. Bro, you really? <laughs> paper, me and you both, bro. Do you know how many times I've listened to that song per night? I, I can imagine. I didn't know it until I was standing in his house. And uh, his girl Leek was upstairs. They call her Leek, Alikia, and uh, which they have a beautiful baby today. They're not together, but he goes home to her in D.C. every week after every show. But it's a beautiful relationship. But anyway, man, I, I met him at his core when he was just like starting to become who he was. It was after the whole hood figure and the uh, it ain't tricking if you got it and I got it. Yeah. Like, you know, ooh, I make your juice box wet and wet. Eh. <laughs> Echo, echo. A lot of songs, man. You played it to the left. Now there's nobody left. Like it's just like that's the coolest voice ever, bro. When you talk to him, it sounds just like really, bro. (laughs) That's awesome. Hopefully he'll call me back. So all we're talking, I'm gonna text him and say, "I need you to call me, or I'm gonna kill your family." Uh, so, but, but fucking one thirty, he's gonna be like, "Fuck uh, off." I don't give a fuck. If he's in DC, he's really gonna tell me, "Fuck off." It's like two thirty, but. Nah, um, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Shit. Yeah, but it's a Friday. Truth. He, he's not even off of his. He's not. He, he's doing a show somewhere. Should wait. Uh, call me. Oh, there we go. Okay. Now nah, he's. <laughs> so you there? There we go. He's in. How are you? Oh, bro, you in the? Oh, here All we right. go. We're we in the system now, bro. What's up, man? Sorry, bro. Our cameras are being a pain in the ass. It's all good. It's all good. Difficult is just ten. That's it. So, uh, so we were talking about, so, so we're, uh, we're going like a, a, a linear process of my career when it first started from when I was young and working with saliva. And then, and then I met you, which, uh, you know, obviously like inevitably gave me my start when, uh, Mr. Delightfully introduced us at Austin university. And then, uh, you know, he tried to keep us away from each other. I was just telling him the story about how he was like, "Now nah, you ain't going to be talking to Zoe, and don't don't go back to the hollering at him. And he said, Let's, <laughs> where's your car at, bro? And we went back to my white charger, and we listened to my whole entire set. So, yeah. Zoe, Zoe, Zoe said. Zoe's like, bro, it is 3 o'clock in the morning. What's <laughs> <laughs> DC? I, mean, you know, I tell you, I say, I said, well, I know what I was thinking when you were playing the music. Uh, it's crazy because Don was so talented. I heard everything, man. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, it's no way I can walk away from this guy and not extend. You know what I'm saying? He deserved it. You know what I'm saying? God and, and bless him with that. You know what I'm saying? For the so, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty you know, cool because most people I, are so I, selfish that they don't give a fuck about anybody else. So that's that's, that's one thing about Alonzo Mathis. He ain't, a, he ain't no fucking selfish in his bones, man. This is a, this is an energetic, like, plethora of love type of human being, man. Like, there's no, there's no, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, Mexican, 
doesn't matter who you are. If you deserve it and you're in his presence, he's going to give it to you. That's pretty dope. No, that's all there is yeah, to it, man. period. 100,000%, bro. If you deserve it, he's going to try to give it to you if he's got it in his realm of, uh, of, of, of possibilities. Fucking, like, uh, possibilities. Yeah. He's going to give it to you. Yeah. There ain't enough people I like try. that. You, you got you to gotta think. It's like, this, this is what you got to do. You know, if, if you know it's up to your home, if you don't want nobody to feel Now, you might can't, you might can't feed everybody. You know what I'm saying? But when you run a car, okay, I'm, I'm spraining my ankle. If I can stop you from spraining your ankle, I can help you heal. That's right. And it won't cost me. Really, but some energy, some money, or something—you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I want right. you to feel that. Feel me, and, and and then then I got a connection with somebody that we both know what it feel like to have a sprained ankle. All right. So, Jeremy, you 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 you, you have an amazing voice, an amazing range, but you just talented. It's like you got. You know what I'm saying? You got so much charisma. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you got you just you full of you 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 full of you full of life. You full of you full of it. And for, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to nobody wants to hold on to something that ain't worth nothing. It's like yeah. you know. So I'm saying when somebody trying to hide something, it's probably it's probably worth something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the whole thing. With, the whole thing with, I'm just grateful a part of your journey, bro. Yeah. You may be part of your journey, bro. You know, it's how it goes. Every, every, <laughs> every, everything comes full circle. You know what I mean? Like I, I was trying to find myself when I first started my career, and uh, try to keep a fucking thumb on it. And uh, you, you ended up sitting in my, um, my 2011 model Dodge Charger, my white Charger with my white stripes on it at the hotel room. And listen to I don't remember. Yeah, you said I want you to play I want you to play the recorded versions of this shit you just sang on stage. That psychotic song, that full moon song. I want to hear that shit in your car. It's like we sit in the car and JoJo's like, if you don't fucking come out here, I ain't never booking you again. You said, Fuck you taking me off your list then. <laughs> <laughs> this is his biggest fucking booking agent, bro. He told him to fuck off. Fuck you. Don't ever book me again then. I'm I'm gonna listen to this motherfucker. That's dope, though. That shit, that shit's just you know, didn't make no sense to me. That ain't that ain't that ain't that ain't the right spirit. That ain't the right thing I want to deal with. You know what I'm saying? You trying to control people? Yeah. That ain't what this. You know, man? come on, bro. Come on, we alright though. We 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 built a, a beautiful relationship. We brothers now, so yeah. it's love. Yeah, it is. I've uh, I, I, I've experienced many uh. Many nights in the studio with you, many times passing out, many times getting drunk, many times partying in some of the biggest clubs I've ever seen in my entire life, man. I've written some of the biggest songs that I've ever written because of you. Um, I Wait For Anyways, Billy, Ayo. I ain't oh, we ain't finished. And we're not we finished. We, I know because <laughs> we're, we're just starting because I know because G reached out to me last week and was like, hey, listen. Oh no, T three first. So G G missing uh, mentioned something to me back in the uh, like I don't know about like a month ago. Man, you and Zoe got to get on this fucking country hip hop shit, and we got to drop this shit. But T three was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be the first motherfucker to do a country hip hop bounce." So 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 
I haven't told y'all about this yet, but his his DJ T three bad motherfucker man. He got this badass song with, with Zoe on it. It's charting over and over and over and over. So he hits me last week. I'm in the middle of moving furniture for a friend of mine. I'm like carrying shit out, just fucking like tripping on dog shit in these people's backyard. Like I'm, it's hot. It's 104 degrees in Arkansas, bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got the I got the phone on my shoulder and I'm carrying this shit out. And he's like, "You ready to do a remix to this motherfucking song?" I'm like bro, that song? <laughs> Y'all already fucking like charting on this motherfucker. He's like, "Yeah, but we got we're gonna do this country fucking remix bounce to it. I'm gonna send you the fucking instrumental. We're gonna add some guitars to it here in about an hour." I'm like, "Man, I, I hear this shit in a month." <laughs> thirty minutes, like thirty minutes later, bro. Hey, bro, at at um at, at uh in OKC uh the um what's the what's the studio um Castle Row. Yes, Castle Row. What what dude? What's homeboy's name? The little mix. He looks like a little mixed dude. Cage. Cage. Bro. bro, I thought they electronically added this shit in from like a keyboard or some shit. I'm like, y'all had that. That was perfect. But, Y'all, y'all did that shit on keyboard, right? He's like, no, nah, that, that was him. And he put the camera on him. I'm like, oh, shit, that's real guitar. They added real guitar to shit. I was on FaceTime. They, they, that was coming out crazy. I ain't heard the uh, end product, but I heard when they were doing Bruh. it. Well, I was on FaceTime with, with T3, like, showing me what they did. And he's holding the guitar, the electric guitar. I'm like, hey, man, y'all shouldn't put that shit, like, electronically. We we don't even have no piano in it. We need to, like, have my guitarist actually put real guitar in it. And he put it on fucking cage. And I'm like, oh, shit, that, that is real guitar. That was, like, so perfect. I thought that it was, like, AI generated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cage is Nah, bro, cage is Bro, he's beast, bro. He's like, I got yeah. y'all, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, like infiltrate my fucking guitarist in there i didn't know y'all were really doing it like that he's like yeah let's go so write your verse so i've been working on the verse for the last couple of days he's like this is gonna be our, our first bounce song with you and zoe and i'm about to drop this shit and t was like i want to be the first motherfucker on the on, on the front of this shit so i'm like okay let's go so here, here, here we go so anyway um g and and t trying to get me and you together so we can at least write three or four more originals real quick. You know what I mean? We bang out songs, bro. We were, yeah. fight, we were fighting alligators and eating Adderall and wrote two, <laughs> two hit songs. <laughs> <laughs> we did. This motherfucker wants to fight alligator. We had some, we had some wild nights. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to summarize this because I know he's got to go. Cause I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, respect, I respect my brother's time. He's with his, he's with, if he's in D.C., he's with his baby. yeah. I know she's asleep. If she's not, she's on methamphetamines. <laughs> or, 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 or he's putting... He's putting he's put, he's put, look at this motherfucker. He's putting Adderall in her bottle. But I don't believe that because he's a fucking pure human being. Nobody puts Adderall in baby baby. This motherfucker, listen. Listen, I bring this motherfucker a boat for his birthday, right? In, in, in Kimis, uh, Kimisi? Kimisi? Kissimi. Kissimi. Yeah. Fuck, I don't even know the fuck. I, I, yeah, I got fucking PTSD is what <laughs> to me. Huh? Kissing you, kissing me. Yeah, k- kissing me. I bring this motherfucker a boat to his house and kiss him. He's got a he's got a he's got a house on this fucking lake, right? Well, unbeknownst to me, in, in four presents, this motherfucker is on the most populated alligator lake on the fucking planet, bro. <laughs> no, no. When I mean when I say the most populated alligator lake on yeah. the planet, this motherfucker's got videos 
of him going out in the morning and slapping alligators on their fucking tails, bro, <laughs> and they fucking scurry into God the damn. water, right? God dang. He's like, they ain't no fuck, they ain't no goddamn motherfucking uh, goddamn uh, for a gorilla. I'm That's like, fair. Right. No, 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 no. He was fighting sharks. He was out with Flow Rider one day in uh, Miami. And, and he's in the fucking water. There's a fucking shark, bro, swimming up next to Zoe. But but he really he really thinks in his heart he's a real gorilla. <laughs> I mean, maybe, and a gorilla yeah. has no I mean, fear, bro. I'm starting to believe in him. I'm not gonna... No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but trust me, believe it. It's not just his no, music, we got, man. We got this, no, this I got. I got the video saved, but I don't know where it's at. You might have sent, sent it to me again, but I'm going to tell bro, you. Bro, send it to me. I'll put it on the podcast. <laughs> swear to God, bro, 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 I got to follow him. Let me tell you. This motherfucker walks out in the water, a fucking shark. He slaps the fucking shark, bro. <laughs> I got to show him who's boss. He's trying to grab the shark. He's trying to grab this motherfucker, bro. Jesus. You got to show him who's boss, right? But what black man will fucking slap a dog or grab a shark? <laughs> I don't know any color man who slap a shark. I mean, there's white, like, fucking <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, fucking Steve Irwin, these hey, fucking white motherfuckers out here, bro, from the suburbs that were raised rich and think that a shark respects them because their parents got millions of dollars. They have a lot of faith. This motherfucker's a hood figure. <laughs> and well, you, you, got, you got to think. I'm using my brain. I'm like, okay. It ain't no great white. It ain't no. It ain't. I'm saying it ain't a tiger. It's probably like a like a lemon shark or like a nurse shark or something. Yeah. No smoke. Yeah, nurse. Nurse on your fucking uh fucking ar uh, arteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're dark yeah. lemon juice for a lemon shark. And, 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 but the only the only thing that that would have messed us up with the alligators if if you wouldn't have got to the docking time, you they would if they would have beat us to that dock. We, might have been out there. Twist. That's right. I'm gonna t and I'm gonna tell him this story later. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. If you if you wouldn't have told me that <laughs> I'm on a ski boat, bro, on a fishing boat, like I had no idea. My fucking debt finder was sound like a fucking retarded fucking Iranian bitch the whole time. <laughs> two feet, two feet, two feet, two. Like the whole fucking time. My hole. It's four feet deep. All right? The the V, the V of my hole was over four feet. From the top of my fucking seat yeah. to the bottom of my boat was four feet. Yeah. We're not two and a half foot foot fishing lake riddled with fucking alligators. Fuck. All right? Per capita, the most populated fucking alligator and crocodile written lake in the fucking state of Florida is... Kissimmee, where ESPN comes and has a fishing fucking competition, which he fails to fucking tell me because he's a gorilla and he's not scared of. I'm fucking terrified of alligators. All right? Isn't everyone so, except gorillas? No, he's not. He's not fucking scared of shit. He's the one with the fucking... Uh, we had a fucking hatchet, and he's like, let that motherfucker come in. I'm standing on top of the steering wheel shield, screaming like Chris Tucker. <laughs> so we're, we're flying across the lake like 60 miles an hour and I'm watching my depth finder and it goes from 14 feet to one foot like that Ooh. well guess what I hear <laughs> it's my fucking prop my prop uh -huh. looked like it was throwing up gang signs bro it was, my prop was like this <laughs> and we float into a fucking culvert and we hear <laughs> Alligator. 
alligators knew that. I saw yeah. something. Oh, yeah. They're fuck. It's breeding season, bro. The <laughs> gators had just laid their babies. Jesus. This motherfucker like, oh, shit. They're laying babies out here, man. It's breeding season. Like, <laughs> so for one, you didn't tell me the lake was five inches deep. All right. <laughs> Four to like 45,000 45, alligators in that little lake. Oh my 45, god. 45,000 oh alligators in the lake. That's <laughs> seven miles. Seven miles wide, bro. I see. <laughs> 4,500 to 5,000. It ain't 45,000. Like 5,000. 45,000. 45,000. 45,000. 45,000. Who cares at that point? No problem. It doesn't matter. No matter what. You could have told me it was 225,000. It seemed the same when they were fucking attacking us. Crocodile Dundee. Boat, bro. Crocodile Dundee looked at that place and he was like, fuck that spot. I need to. Well, I had Crocodile Grillzo with me and he was willing to fight him. He tried to get out of the boat and push it out of the sand. Like, no, he didn't give a fuck. No, I swear to God, on my kid's life, bro. This, he's like, no, we tried to get out. We saw his tennis balls. I was like, hey, there's some, there's some reflectors that that's that's taking us to the dock. So, so, the, uh, so the prop is like this, and we're doing like the boat is fucked, bro. The prop is like literally like chopsticks trying to get us out of the water, right? So I was like, man, what's wrong with the boat? Like, I don't know. We went from fucking 60 mile an hour and fucking 14 foot water to, to fucking half an inch. Okay. <laughs> That's what happened. The sand fucked our prop up. So we're, we're limping in to trying to get to the dock. We're trying to go to a barbecue spot on the other side of the water, which was like a plethora of clubs. We heard this. Brrr. I'm like, well, dude, what's the fucking noise? It's getting dark, bro. The sun is going down. <laughs> we're low on gas. We have no prop. And we see these tennis balls in the water. I said, "Bro, there's the fucking markers to the to the dock. That's that's where we're supposed to go." He's like, "Bro, that ain't that ain't that ain't no fucking marker. They ain't no, that's not buoys, bro. That's not a marker." <laughs> I said, "No, that's it. We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go towards them." I started heading towards them, and the fucking big ass fucking softballs that were shining in the water go. Oh, there was eyes, right? Eyeballs. Yeah. Eyeballs. They go underwater. Eyeballs. <laughs> they, they go underwater. And he Hell goes, no. He goes, bro. Those are some big boys, bro. They protected their <laughs> fucking young. Because we were in mating season. We got into the area where their babies were. Bro. They went underwater. And Zoe said, take a right. I took a right. It's pitch black. I can't see shit. We're, we're limp mode. <laughs> the motherfuckers came up. They came out of the water right in fucking front of us, bro. Mm. It's two big-ass fucking gators. The fucking tails, 13, what, 13, 14, 15 13. feet? Dude. Oh, my God. Bro, we, the tennis balls... To the water where it splashed, yeah. where the wave was, yeah. 13 to 15 feet apart from where the eyes went down and the wave went out of the water. They went under. Fuck all that shit. They came up <laughs> in front of us. We took a hard right, and we found a fucking dock. And I swear to God, the fiberglass was like non-existence. Shut I up. drove the motherfucker up onto the shit, and I never came back to you, you parked you park the boat and it'll jump straight over that fiberglass. <laughs> I did. I did, tell the bro. Truth, tell the truth. No, no he'll tell the truth. He'll, he'll, he's, he's honest, bro. He's like Jill. Y'all just, they just talked to Jill a minute ago. By the way, Jill's, Jill's, I mean, we ain't talking. Oh. His phone went it. That's my phone. Your phone went dead. Your phone went dead. You lost gorillas, though. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Let's carry on. <laughs> 
I'll make a juice box weird. I'll make a juice box weird. You gotta realize weird. how big that gorilla thing was for me, bro, because I grew up like rocking oh, his man. shit. Everybody that was did. cool. Do you know how many times he's been booked in fucking Fayetteville, bro? Really? Look, come on, man. That's awesome. I haven't lived up I'm, here that long, man. I'm new up here. How do you think we ended up with a fucking Animal House Collars tour? That's a great name for it. Do you realize how deep that it. name is for a college store, an animal house? I That's fucking it. amazing. I named the animal house. It's a great name. And my last show was in uh, where? Louisiana. That name is like a double entendre I was, in itself. Right. You know what I mean? Well, the reason I quit it, and you asked me why I went country. Let me answer yeah. it real quick. Yeah. yeah. You said, why did you, why'd you go country? Why did you decide to go country? Yeah. All right. So I've been married since 2002, right? Mm-hmm. All right. To that. Come on. So anyway, we had some children, and I had a daughter. Previously, I had a daughter named Sky. She's 23 years old now. She's a nurse, and she's got three of my grandbabies with her husband as a nurse. Anyway, man, I started thinking about her when I was on these college tours, and I'm looking at all these little baby girls getting taken advantage of by these guys, and they're drunk, and they're puking all over the place, and they're taking advantage of them, and I'm like, Ah man, I want to beat this little fucking dude's teeth out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I want to punch him in his fucking face, like mm-hmm. put his skull through the back of his spine because they're trying to take advantage of him. And I see what they're trying to do. The girl's drunk, she's puking, and they're trying to like, come on, just coerce them out to their car so they can take them home and do what they want to do to them because they're they're horny. They'll you know what I mean? They're being fucking eighteen year olds. But anyway, off of Bill, <clears throat> I'm watching these boys take advantage of these girls. And I've got girls, and I'm a father, and mm-hmm. I'm getting older and older and older and older. And I found myself finding, <laughs> during a show, I would grab the phones of these very inebriated kids, and I would call the favorites in their phone, like it'd be mom or dad. This is before we had lock codes. You know, when iPhone first came out, the first iPhone, mm-hmm. one, two, there was no lock code. Right. You just go to favorites, and you call whoever the fuck you want. I was, it's moms, dads, brothers, sisters, besties, you know. Mm-hmm. I just doubt fucking mom or dad. But like, hey, your daughter's down here um, at Oklahoma University, and she's been puking all night, and there's like three boys trying to take her back to their, to their, to their dorm or to their room. And uh, I think y'all need to get your asses up here. I'm going to cause the biggest distraction and decoy that I could possibly cause. In the meantime, until you get here and get her, because tonight's not going to be good for her. She's inebriated. She has no idea where she's going or where she came from. And the boys, I'm not going to say any names, the boys on the tour said, man, you can't be doing that, man. You're fucking up our fucking tour. The promoter's not going to have that. I was like, all right, cool. That's no problem. No problem. I'll just leave it alone, man. So I go back to my to my bus in Austin. Austin was my driver in security. He, he, he locked the door. I get on the bus, and I'm like, Austin, lock the door. Don't let anybody get in here. I'm going to sleep. We got to be in another city tomorrow. So I go in the back of my bus and go to sleep. I had a 500 Cummins pusher, so I had a vibration from the engine. So I, I lay down. The engine was right next to my master bedroom, right? He's like, burr, 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 burr. dude, as soon as I hit the bed, out. I'd wake up, and the first thing I would think about was, I wonder how those little girls were last night that those boys were trying to take advantage of. But I had no way to find out. Mm-hmm. So I had to live with that. I had to process that in my mind, relating it to my fucking daughters. You know what I mean? So yeah. I woke up every day with this thought in my head. I wonder if that, that kid 
made it home safe last night from all those boys. I tried to call her mama, but the guys were getting mad. The guys were getting mad at me. The guys. Mm. This is all the people in general who the I was boys. on tour with. Yeah. The boys. Yeah. The boys were mad at me. They didn't have little baby girls. Mm. They weren't the daddy. They weren't the daddy of a of a girl. All right. So I lived it. It was a nightmare for me. When I saw it, I would dream about it. I would wake up thinking about it. So I finally had enough. And I said, you know what? This this college tour, I don't I don't I don't, I don't, I don't think it's for me, man. And uh, they were like, no, just just push it out, man. You got a hundred more colleges to go. We had a hundred more days. Mm. We, we, so the so the Animal House tour was every day, not 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 every week, not once a month. It was every day, a different college. Damn. Yeah, just look on YouTube, bro. Just type That's a crazy in, fucking type tour. In Johnny Bravo Animal House tour. You'll see. I don't even who knows. So anyway, I went to the next tour. Did a show with North Carolina. It was fucking badass. But after I got off stage, I went back to my bus, and my son, Dax, he, he uh, called me. He was seven years old, man. And he said, hey, uh, are you having fun? I was like, yeah, man, I'm having fun. How are you? He said, I was just wondering if you're ever going to come home. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. That's, that's tough. This is my baby boy, man. I was just wondering if you're ever going to come home. I'm just wondering if you're ever going to come home. All right, is it my job to to decipher and and, and, and and like separate the bad boys that are taking advantage of the girls and what college I'm going to go to and which one's going to pay me the most and which one's going to follow me the most? Or is it my job... Is it my job to to, to to fix the broken heart of my son that said, are you ever going to come home? Can you understand the words, are you ever going to come home by your son? Yeah, your your child. Just say child. If your child says, are you ever going to come home? Break that down. You can decipher that to a million ways, but they all lead back to one. I miss you. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen you in a long time, and, and I and I've been thinking about it every fucking night. I don't have my daddy, and I was just wondering if you're ever gonna come back to us. That's what it breaks down to. He can't articulate. He's seven. Are you ever gonna come home? And that night, I told Austin to lock the bus and to find me a red eye out of Alabama. Just find me a red eye. I don't care what it costs. Take all the fucking money I've got coming. Find me a red eye out of Alabama. Y'all can keep my bus. Let those boys drive my bus. You drive it. They can burn it. Mm-hmm. Just find me a fucking plane flight out of here to Little Rock fucking Arkansas, to LIT, to fucking Hillary and Clinton fucking Airway. Please. And he found me one. I left them the next morning at 7 o'clock. My bus dropped me off at the airport. I had a hundred colleges to do left, and I canceled my whole show. Lost all my whole fucking contract. I left my bus with Zoe and my driver and all of his friends, Young Jock, all of them. Y'all can have my fucking bus. And I went home to my son and my daughter and my wife. And 
and I didn't look at music again for seven years, man. Mm. I was going to ask about the seven-year hiatus. Seven I read about it a couple years. That was why I never seven wanted to years, pursue bro. music whenever I was doing Because, like, I did, I opened for Slim Thug at Bada Bing. I did shows at Vino's. I did, you know, Hell yeah. all kinds of shit everywhere. And, and I was, like, really doing, like, hell, my entire teenage years was getting good at music, honing my craft, doing, you know what I mean, doing my shit. And when I got a little bit older and I started having kids, I was like, eh, I think I'm, I think I'm going to take the energy that I'm putting into music and I'm going to focus that on a business. So basically That's every, every bit, yeah, every bit of effort that, and the, the passion that I had for that, I'm like, I need to focus this onto something that like is sustainable and can handle, I can be here. So like Tim, Tim knows I rap before you, before I trash and shit, I'll, I'll show you I can actually rap. Um, I want to hear it, man. He was, uh, I'm determined. Oh, I got you. Travis, yeah. Travis, yeah. I love that I, confidence. I don't want to cut you off, but I'm I'm just gonna do it because you you're gonna cut me because you fucking don't ever do it. <laughs> yeah. Travis, Travis is the most humble dude that I, I've I, ever I, met in I my can, life. I can say that. And I, and I'll tell you that I came to Travis with this podcast. I was like, I want to do a podcast, and he's the most humble dude, but he makes shit happen. And this podcast is is ninety five percent happening tonight because Travis, and he's the most humble dude. And he is so fucking talented at everything he does. And I'm going to let him finish now talking about what he's talking <laughs> about. But he ain't going to brag on himself. He's going to tell you a little bit I of the story. Tell, but he ain't going to brag on himself. And I will brag on him all day long. Well, what I was just going to say is that was the reason. Everyone's like, oh, man, you, why don't, why'd you quit doing music? Why'd you quit doing music? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, I don't really want that life that comes with it. You know what I mean? So for you to say that, I'm like, fuck, man, I was right. <laughs> if I were to ever make music again, which I will, I obviously have the stuff to do it. Um, I still know how to rap and all that shit. And I'm just like. You obviously can tell you have a passion for it. Yeah. So it, I would feel like I would just want to release a bunch of songs and just like let them roll. But like if they were like, oh, this, this, say one went viral overnight and got fucking two million views. I'd be like, cool, I'll release another one next week because I'm not fucking touring. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it was just, uh, I, I don't know. It was weird. I, I, I envy you because it's obvious, man. You look, you, you got more of a setup than I've ever even imagined having. Um, but thank you. You, you got, no, <laughs> seriously, you've got all, you, you've got the tools to go where you, you really always wanted to go. Yeah. You got you've got the table, you got the lights, you got the cameras, you got the fucking action, you got the curtains, you got the fucking the blue microphone. You're right. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you got the DAW system. You got the you got your board over here. Mm. You've got everything you need to. You've got all the tools to 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 be what everybody wants to be. And if you can rap, you only have to rap really great. <laughs> you just need to rap a little bit if you got the right equipment. Except that he does rap great. But, 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 but that, that's what I'm saying. But, but you, you, you've, got a, you've got a little bit of an edge over everybody else. You've got what they, what they wish you could have because you've worked your ass off at work every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, you bust your fucking ass for your family. But it's obvious that what you've got and the respect that you have your family, you put your family first. Right. I, 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 uh, I fucked up. I put my family last. 
I put my family first for a long time, but then I, I thought to myself, you know what? I, I've been with my family long enough. I've created a family. I've, I've proven to them that mm-hmm. I'm this great guy. I'm this great wizard. And I can provide all these fucking fancy cars and yep. this fancy house and this fucking swimming pool in the backyard. And, you know, and, and I can give you all the clothes you want and take you to London and Paris and, 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 and take you on these extravagant trips. I thought that was what I was supposed to do in order mm-hmm. to exchange for your a, time. A, a negotiated plan for my time. Mm-hmm. Like, I've given you all this. Now it's my turn. Now you let me go do my thing. Yeah. Have you uh, have you heard true. the story of the the little boy and he asks his dad he's like can I borrow twenty dollars and the dad says well sure man what do you need twenty dollars for he's like I just need twenty dollars he's like all right and he asks the dad he goes well how much do you make an hour and dad said twenty dollars he's like all right I just need to borrow twenty dollars and he, so he tells him no he's like fuck no what what do you want twenty dollars no dude you don't need it whatever and um. So he goes in the kid's room later that night and he feels bad. And he's like, man, here's 20 bucks. It's like, it's not that big a deal. It's fucking 20 bucks. And he, the kid goes, cool, dad. Can I, I want to buy an hour of your time. Mm. I can see where this is going, man. That, that's the story. That's it, man. Dude, and it's just like, holy shit. You got 20 bucks from him. And then you wanted an hour of his time. Buy an hour of his time. Yeah. Wow. It's fucking wow. deep, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, oh it's a. God. I heard that not too long ago, and I was like, "Oh man," because I still do that now, like with what I do. Like I, I work my ass off all the time, and I'm like, "You have all this shit. What? Are you, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah. you know what I mean?" Yeah. And it's like they don't want shit. They just want to hang out with you. So it's it's one of those things to where it's like, God, I suck. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you lose scope of what's important? Yeah. Yeah, you think you can provide it and fix everything with material uh, shit, uh, and it's it's nothing. Brother. They don't go fuck about any of that shit. Kids, kids are gonna remember memories way more. And I don't mean to like go against what you have going with like touring uh, and stuff like that, but uh, just in my experience, my kids are gonna. I, I remember agree. with my dad. I, I never remember you. a goddamn thing my dad bought me because I wasn't around my dad much. But I do remember certain things we did. You know what I'm saying? So like uh-huh. to me. I was like, that's like way more important. I have I have to agree with you. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know my real dad really well, but but what I do remember is the time that we spent together, the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the sandwiches that he made for me. Isn't that weird? You know what I mean? Like you you don't remember the Tonka truck he bought you or the fucking. I I, I don't remember one thing he paid for. Yeah. Not, I swear, I don't. I do remember the good and the bad actions mm-hmm. that were done in front of me. Yeah, same. That's what my mind remembers. I remember the 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 uh, white bean sandwiches he would make for me on the stove in a fucking crusty iron skillet. When I was five <laughs> years old. It's weird why I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember a thing he bought for me. But he'd make these white bean sandwiches, and he would call them shit on a shingle. <laughs> swear to God, he would like put white awesome. beans and stir it and fucking put all this shit in there, bacon and all this shit. Right. And he would just like plop it on some fucking white toast and he would call it shit on the shingle. You want some shit on the shingle, boy? Hell yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, I love shit on the shingle. I'm five years old. I love shit on the shingle. I'm not supposed to be saying the word shit. Bro. Right, yeah, but like, it's the title. You know, I'm not supposed to say it. But he, I, he, he said it was shit on the shingle. So I'm like, fuck it. It's no different than Jiffy. Yeah, right. I don't know cuss word from Jiffy. And I ate it. I love shit on a shingle. 
And I get in trouble. I, I go to my grandma's house and be like, "Can you make me some shit on the shingles? <laughs> if you ever say this again, I swear to God, God's gonna put you in hell and burn you right right now." Don't say that in front of Jesus like, and everybody. Like, <laughs> but, but I don't even know what to fucking say. Bro. I just want some shingles. Just make me a bean sandwich, bitch. Bro, just uh, I didn't know it was white beans in a skillet. I just knew it was shit on the shingle. That's the only thing. I just knew the title because that's what I was taught. I was indoctrinated. Right. Yeah. But I thought it was okay. So yeah, I mean, my dad was a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, but but that's all I remember was the memories, not what he bought for me, and, and yeah. that's making our point. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a weird thing because like they don't teach you that when you have kids. They don't teach you that there's not a fucking manual on being a good dad. No. So it's you don't you don't realize that that kind of shit even matters you're like my job is to fucking take care of you provide for you get your ass in school make you a reasonable person and then whenever you're like i'm doing my fucking job because we key in so much on that being our job as men as the provider Mm -hmm. that it's hard to be like like oh you need something else for me and then you're like how fucking dare you what Uh else do you need from me right when your kids one one thing i'm really bad about even now um is my kids will be like Hey, Dad, look at this. And I'm like, hold on. I'm doing something. Give me a minute. And that is like my biggest, worst fucking thing that I do. And then I I always, but what I have done is corrected it. And I always go back after I'm doing what I'm doing. I go, okay, what were you showing me, man? Right? Because that fucking matters to them. Good job, man. Thanks. It's it's hard. Because that's all they're waiting on. I observe this with Travis. It impresses me every time to watch him parent his kids. My my son is older, much older. I have a 21-year-old. Yeah, 23. We were late. And, uh, you know, I failed him so many times. I I try to tell him now, like, you didn't come out holding a manual. You're not like buying buying a new car. You didn't come out holding a manual. Um, So I did the best that I could. But I watched Travis with his kids, and, and I see it like like. Like we're like family. We're not family, but we're like family. I'm yeah. here all the time, spending time with these people, and I'm so impressed with the the time that he has dedicated to going. Hey, kids, you know what? Because uh, sometimes for me, it's like they come in and they're like, "Hey, do you want to see me play my violin?" And I'm like, "Sure." You know, <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. And the and the same. My daughter, but when we were waiting on you, my daughter came in here and played her violin. <laughs> and and dude, then violin's my favorite instrument, dude. Like, if so she cool. would have played that for me, I was. She just learned, She just got it. Uh, uh, she's terrible that, at it. But. All that <laughs> I don't care. All that to say, the it's an inspiration, it. right? All yeah. that to say is, it's an inspiration to watch the way that he handles his kids. I really. Um, it's crazy to hear because I thought job. I sucked at it. <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest with you. From someone who sucked, from you, someone you, who sucked you, at you, it. You're <laughs> your own worst enemy. Yeah, for you're sure. A, you're a creator. Yeah. So yeah, every everything you do is fucking horrible. Yeah, it's not good enough. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, the world thinks you're fucking great, but you're like, yeah, whatever. I could have done way better. Yeah, exactly. And trust me, I understand. They can do way better. Yeah, no, I understand. Right. Like your uh, own worst critic, right? Yeah, it's got. Some All right, let's see if I can do this. He's like, fuck that. I don't see I'm gonna turn on the beat and let's see if I can do this real quick. Let me hear some shit, bro. I got some good beats. I don't even know what beat this is, but I might do it. Backyard. It's 226. (laughs) That's an old man. Make sure you mention don't read the comments in there. No, it's not the bass for that. Ooh. What do you say, man? (laughs) I don't care. I'll I'll go wherever you want to go, brother. Oh, I want something hard though. I want something hey, hard. Yeah, me too. There we go. Yeah. This is that one. Remember when I played the um 
When I, the beat, the Damn, intro beat. Son. This beat started. Wishmaster made this beat. Damn, where'd he, you find that, son? <laughs> I got that shit. Damn, son, where'd, where'd you, you find, find that? that? <laughs> you know, that's so, right? That's, Is it? What? That's his, that's his fucking DJ. That's awesome. Damn, son, where'd you find that? Right, Everywhere you fun, find Zo. Gotta be figuring out whatever they talking about I don't even give a shit, not even a little bit Whenever they figure it out, then they gonna take them out You wanna do this shit, then they make a bounce You wanna do this, get money, make a bounce Whenever you wanna do it, then they're making now Whenever they say it, whenever you want to do this shit Over the top of my brain, I'm not reciting it but they, <laughs> Give it a minute, my main I gotta be figuring out The best pro on the top of your hat Whenever they say it, they taking it back And I be laying back and I relax I'm gonna be saying it's getting incredible Never be getting this shit, it's so edible I gotta be getting everything that you you wanna do whenever they wanna come up in the way they wanna move whatever you wanna do when they wanna say it to you gonna talk gonna pause like an interview I'm like wait that's an interlude you know whatever they say then they're giving to you whenever they're giving it back never taking it back never taking ah i'm sorry i'm kind of drunk it's a little hard i don't give a fuck it's a, it's a little bit i told you that's ah. my i told you moment right there hold on i'm a little blown away <clears throat> hold up Go. I got that second verse You wanna get this Come in my weapon words I wanna get these things And it get to merge I'm detrimental Whenever they get to verse They wanna catch the verse You catch the shit You wanna drive in fast And it get reversed Whenever you say this Then they give them the hearse Whenever you wanna do it They never get it rehearsed I wanna give it to them Everybody wanna take it Then they wanna get it Then wanna come up And they wanna be facing Whenever they take it They're gonna be adjacent To everything they wanna face And they take it I don't even know I'ma get it back When they take it Then they get it Then they give it on the low And they're gonna talk about All of this shit Never take that back When they get it up before Give them a minute Whenever you wanna get it Whenever you wanna do it I'm gonna spit it depending. I'm gonna stay with you in the motherfucking eyeball. I don't know what you want to do when they're gonna tell you. <laughs> Y'all are fucking me up, bro. Oh, my bad. No, you're good. This is what happens, bro. Listen, this is what happens. We go, we go do karaoke. We don't we go do karaoke weekly. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. Hold on. Put your headphones back on so you hear it. Oh, this beat is weird. We go do karaoke weekly every week. It's new verses all night long. Hey, this beat is tight. People come up to me. Let's listen. See if I can get what this is Get a different description When you get this, I come back, they tense up I don't even know what you wanna say, you never give a fuck Whenever they rhyme and they wanna try it You wanna do it, they're gonna be like the fucking Atkins diet You wanna find it whenever you do this And I come back in the spot and then I remind them Taking a minute whenever you wanna get it I wanna say it, the fucking shit that is off of the top of my brain, they wanna be following, give them the same. I'm giving it main, I'm giving these things. I'm drinking this Mick Ultra, giving it main. Come in the room and I give it away. Never gonna face, never gonna take, never gonna replace whatever they wanna say. Whenever you wanna do, they wanna give it away. You wanna be getting everything that you wanna do and they're giving everything that you wanna do and they're gonna pivot, stop in the motherfucking minute pass like Pippin. Come back and they stop, then they drop out the ribbon. Come back and they say, off the top, it's not written. I don't even give a fuck, never gonna get it. Pay attention to this different prescription. You get this, the bitch, they wanna come and get this. I don't even know oh, what I say, then they get Get this. this is I can all ride day. them all day. Never gonna get this. Never gonna be a victim. We the hit best this. music. <laughs> That's so stupid, bro. I'm telling you, this is all day long. My bad, bro. Right now. God damn. It's okay, I got bro, you, buddy. I'm so fucking like. I pick it up. I'm, I'm so like. So, so Ooh, they wanna ask on. me what the topic is. I come up in the room, I'm never stopping it I tell them do not read the comments cause I'm commenting What they wanna say, they never gonna drop with me Topic B, what they want to say, they probably everything you wanna do And they ain't never gonna move, I'm looking up at the light and the brightest shit They don't know what you wanna do Whenever they writing it, reciting it, I'm writing this They trying this, I'm rhyming with Whenever they gonna be finding it Whenever they gonna be taking a fucking different day and it's time to win I don't know what you gonna say, I'm leaning back like a recliner When they come back and they gonna find with them And I get that fucking vagina then Come back and they gonna be rhyming in and I 
Get it whenever they give it, whenever they do it. You're gonna be hitting whenever they do it. And they're gonna be using the fucking music. Never gonna do this, gonna come back and across it. Look like a crucifix and they doing this. And they probably gonna be different than that usual shit. They doing this. Come back in the room, I'll never be doing with this exuberant. And then whatever the fuck it is, and they doing this. And give it a minute, whatever they get it, they're gonna be taking. You're gonna be getting. I come back, never gonna spit that written. But they come back and they're gonna get with. Get this shit, I'm kicking like a fucking ninja. Luke can't get, they want to drop it. Never gonna get with. Different people, and I don't know. Don't knock my light over, bro. That shit's expensive as hell. Whenever they talking about it, whenever they gonna be running, nobody be needing a beat. They wanna be getting a hundred. Whenever they gonna be singing, gonna be changing the beat. Give it a minute with me, probably eventually. If they ah! <laughs> if I would have got a different beat, it would have been better, bro. Dude, bro, you fucking nasty, motherfucking stupid motherfucker, bro. Are you serious with me right now? Yes, that's every week. That's every week, bro. He's for real. Yeah, I can really rap really good. <laughs> there's a song. There's, Everybody's. There's, there's a song on his album. Rap. I know. Yeah. Yes. Everybody says yes, I can rap. Bro. I get some dope ass shit, bro. No, no. the yeah, right. You're song. right. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a song, bro. There's a song on his album where he's like, "I'm kind of a big deal." <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy, That's, bro? But, 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 isn't that weird? But, but I got a fucking serious question. For <laughs> We're good. We can turn it up. We're good. Yo, yeah. just, we're just wrapping up. Okay, I'm rolling. I'm riding. Bo, rolling. I'm flexing while driving. Bo, rolling.